Okay, here we are, everyone. Episode four of Content Marketing Commute. About last week, in the comfort of my own home. It's very messy, so we might not look around too, too much. But we're going to take a take a ride just down the road to get a coffee. That's going to be my commute. As you know, I work from home. But we're going to go down to Saint-Rémy de Provence, get a coffee. So let's go. And thank you for, to my beautiful wife for filming today's episode. If you are just listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, there's a link to watch the full video in the, in the show notes. So hit that up and let's hop in the car. So as, as you might have just seen if you're watching the video, not the nicest day here in the south of France. It rains sometimes, who knew? And so if it's your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. This is a content marketing podcast with a twist. Essentially, instead of just sitting down and talking to camera, we're always on, our, on the move, on the way somewhere. And today, I'm not commuting, although this is called content marketing commute, but I'm going to get a coffee and then I'm going to come back and do more work. So thanks for being with me. Today, as I said, episode four of Content Marketing Commute. This is our about last week format. And last week, as you might know, on episode three, we spoke to Chris Lacand Harwood in London about a bunch of things. Employer brand marketing. We spoke about the difference between content and content marketing. And it was that topic that got me thinking. Today, I want to dive a little bit deeper into that. And I want to... Given the time of year, talk you through how to build a B2B content strategy for 2024, okay, people? I'm going to keep my eye on the road as well. How to build a content marketing strategy for 2024. It's that time of year. You might be asking yourself this. Probably you should have already started, hey, but if, hey, no judgment if you haven't because I'm here for you. And I've got eight steps today to talk you through, okay? Eight steps while we go to the cafe I'm trying to get this done punctually. You'll obviously see how long this episode is, so maybe I haven't achieved that, but I'm going to try my best. First step to getting your content strategy right in 2024 is start with your business objectives, people. Start with your business objectives. Too often in content, maybe in some cases in marketing as a whole, we're not properly aligned to what the business is trying to drive, right? At the end of the day, you are there to help the business grow, help the business thrive. And so you need to know what are your business objectives for 2024. If you don't know, start there. What are your revenue goals? What products are you trying to push? What services are you trying to sell more of? Is there maybe a pivot in the company? Is there a new launch of a product? You need to get super clear on that. Otherwise, all the stuff you do in content marketing is, you know, you're in real danger of it not being aligned to what your business is trying to drive. Absolutely crucial first step, okay? Your second step, we're already on to number two. Amazing. Your second step is really the people you're trying to speak to. I have to caveat this. This is my way of approaching it. Maybe it's not the 100% right way, but... For me, it's the right way. That's why I do it. You have to think about the people, okay? So so know your targets. We'll call this step, know your targets. And knowing your targets, right, is so important because I'm talking here about personas. Yes, I am. But you don't need to know if they have a dog or if they're married, etc., whatever. You see those personas sometimes where it's like, this is a bit ridiculous. 
But what you do need to focus on is who are those two, three people who are either buying or heavily influencing uh, the purchase of your product or service who you're going to need to speak to through content. You need to get a really clear picture of them. And yeah, don't worry too much about that sort of silly stuff around. They live in the suburbs. They have 2.5 kids, etc. But focus on their challenges, their goals, things like where they're going for information, where they're looking for information, and all those sorts of things that actually are going to be a big part of your content strategy. You need to get super clear on that. I think that's pretty straightforward, but at this point, I think some people are starting to think about their product and what we do. What does our company do? Don't get into that yet, okay? Think about the people you're trying to reach. Really, really important. Thirdly, this is a very quick step and more of a sort of mental step that you're going to need to take to get this right. I sort of mentioned it towards the end of the second step is forget about your company and what you sell. That's step number three. Forget about you. And this is a mentality thing, but it's so crucial because if you don't forget about you right now, your whole content strategy is going to be more or less a hard sell. And that's not what you want it to be. If you want your content to actually resonate with your audience, actually build engagement, actually build interest with the people that matter, it's got to be about them. So step three is forget about you. Forget about your company. Forget about your product, okay? Crucial. It sounds silly, but it's crucial. Now, step number four we're halfway through, people. This is great. We're not even there at San Remi yet. I might have to elaborate slightly on this point. <laughs> Step number four. So you've got those buyer personas. You've got those targets that you want to be speaking to. Take the three of them. Say you've got three. And I'd encourage you not to have too many. Some companies have like eight of them. And it's like, yeah, maybe in a sense there are eight different types of people who can influence the buy, you know, the purchase of your product. But that, I don't think that trying to create content for all of them is a good idea. You need to focus in on two or three and do a really, really good job at reaching them. So step four is to list all the topics of interest to these two or three buyer personas that you have, right? And with step three in mind, don't think about your product. Don't think about your company. Just do research and list topics of interest in 2024 right now and the year to follow that are, that those people are going to be interested in right so say i'm a marketer say i'm uh, in paid advertising in 2024 i'm probably going to be super interested in the rise of cookie lists and what that means for my job and how i can get through this and etc etc so that's the kind of example of you're going to have topics that they're always interested in every year but I think it's also crucial in terms of trying to highlight what are those ones that they're going to be particularly interested in given what's happening in the industry in 2024. If you're an HR product and you're trying to target HR people or talent acquisition people, perhaps it's around you know, tough economic climate. How do you retain your employees? That's something that a lot of companies will be thinking about in 2024. So... It's, a, it's just like doing heaps of research. I've shared a little tip on this before in a previous episode. I think it was episode two. 
using like big trade shows and events to go okay these events in my space they become big because they know the kinds of topics and they do a lot of research on the kinds of topics that that the audience is interested in so can you sort of piggyback on the agendas can you like find what the agendas for those upcoming events are going to be and 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 just pull heaps and heaps of information from different sources to try to get a sense of what these people are going to be interested in in 2024 obviously the absolute gold is going and speaking to them and you know speaking to customers speaking to your sales team even trying to get really close to these people and getting a sense of what they're interested in in 2024 in terms of their role and and how to do their role better that's so that's so gold okay so we're already up to step four i think we're going to just take a quick pause here and we're going to just park the car because we've almost arrived park the car and then we're going to pick up again on steps five through eight of building your content strategy in 2024 so stick around So here we are in Saint-Remy de Provence, and sorry to burst your bubble, but it, it's it's really quite rainy here in the south of France. This is just down down the road from our place. Done a very very poor parking job. Do you know what I mean? you might want to show them? But I think it'll be okay. So so did that guy. Oh yeah, that's awful. That's absolutely terrible. Okay, so let's head to the cafe. It's our favourite cafe. It's called Colette. I'll link it. If ever you're in Saint-Remy, I recommend you come in the summer. It's the best place to go. So now we're on to step five, okay? And step five is an important one. So you've just listed a bunch of topics of interest to your buyers, right? Now, in content marketing, there's no point in talking about um, topics, really, that at the end of the day, you can't deliver on, okay? So... So here we are crossing the road with my umbrella. So in step five, what you're going to need to do is to kind of do a bit of a cull of those topics. Because at the end of the day, if you can't deliver or your product has nothing to do with that topic, even if it's of interest to a potential buyer, there's not all that much point in talking about that. So here we're coming back into the space of your product and your company, your service, right? So what you're going to do is... Get real clear on your offering, on your products, on your USPs, as they say, and essentially match match all the different topics you just listed with a USP or a part of your product that it aligns to. And this is going to help you later on to kind of to kind of build those journeys. Car behind us, build those kind of journeys for people of like, okay. I was interested in this initial topic that really interests me. How do I how do I then as a content person get them further down the funnel, whatever you want to call it, the journey, to being ready for a sort of sales conversation? So that's step number five. That will mean you're removing some topics, and that's fine. But it'll also mean you kind of get clear on what's those real key topics that I can really hit on in 2024. Step number six, step number six, and we've just arrived in a beautiful square in Saint-Rémy. There's some Christmas decorations up. This shows you that we haven't just filmed this months ago. 
this is like fresh content, right? Because it's just prior to Christmas. When did we film it? Not sure, but it was recently, so that's good. Step six it is, is to now take that sort of culled list of topics. You're doing a fantastic job, Janelle, walking backwards, forwards. Take that culled list of topics, that shortened list of topics, and come up with a point of view for your company on each of them. Now, this is important because say you're talking about a topic like cookie lists I brought up before. It's not enough just to talk about that topic in itself, right? So many companies are talking about that topic. So many people are talking about that topic. This step is about really getting clear on what's your company's point of view. What are your senior leaders' point of view on that topic? Maybe your CEO, CEOs are quite good at this, has a specific strong point of view on the right way to do a specific thing, a topic. So against all those topics we just talked about, list your point of view. List your company's point of view. This is going to involve speaking to you know, some, some C-suite execs, some different people within your organization. Try and understand what does your company really think differently about this topic. That's going to help you stand out. And we know how much content is on the internet today. It's flipping a sea of beige right out there. This is going to help you stand out. People want something that cuts through the noise, something differentiated, a kind of a point of view. Really, really important. So that's step number six. We've only got two left, and we're almost at the cafe. So maybe let's finish off the last two while we're just sipping a coffee at the cafe. We'll see you soon. Oh, would I? Oh, sorry, I didn't realize that's it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so here we are at the cafe, everyone, Colette. But super unfortunately, it's closed on Fridays. It's closed. So we're going to go somewhere else. We're going to go maybe to a patisserie. Is that right, Janelle? Yes. Get ourselves a nice sandwich. It's just content marketing in the wild, and it's what you've come to expect from this podcast. It's what you've come to love. So I'm not even going to apologize for it. It's just, you know, we're just rolling with the punches. Oh, my goodness, there's a car coming down this very narrow road. So we've got all our goodies from the patisserie. Going to head home and have those because it's a horrible day. It happens down here too. Point number seven I want to hit on now is uh, an important one. It's thinking about your content pillars. So right now you have a whole big long list of topics that you could hit on in your content that your personas are interested in. Content pillars, it's going to be important to group all of these topics together into say three or four pillars why because you want to make sure you stay on message in your content in 2024 there's nothing worse than you know flipping and flopping and not being known for something in your company but you want to be hitting on the same message from different angles and making sure your audience is really clear what you're about so content uh, themes or content pillars are going to help you do that so try and group them together under one umbrella theme give it a name that would bring all of that together 
and uh, that's an important step. Then the final step, number eight, is really practical. It's around thinking about channels, formats, and your calendar. So going back to step one, how are you going to achieve your business objectives? Think about the channels and the formats within those channels that are going to help you get there. Uh, is it YouTube? Is it LinkedIn? Is it a podcast? Is it building your own blog or, or a media site on your own website? Really important to think about where your content is going to live and how you're going to get it to the people that matter. And the formats within those. So is there something sort of trendy that you can that you can pick on? Uh, is there is vertical video, say with YouTube Shorts, something you should uh, really take a big bet on? This could also even extend to events. So um, do you want to do more in-person events? And I think the content team working closely with the events team on this, where it's a content-led event, could be a really great uh, kind of play for 2024. Then, yeah, second part of that point number eight is to think about your calendar. Build out your calendar. Make sure that you have a view on the year, but don't get too intense on having the whole year planned out. The way I like to do it is having the quarter ahead really solid. So getting Q1 2024 really solid with what you're going to be doing and producing every week and, and publishing every week. And then towards the end of Q1, say it's around uh, you know March time, getting solid on Q2, taking time to plan out Q2 on a week-by-week basis and taking the learnings from Q1 into that. That's the way I'd work over and over and over again as you as you go forward. Possibly um, build your calendar around those content pillars, so having one per quarter or however you want to do it. There's multiple ways to do it. And that's, that's essentially it. That's my eight steps to building your content strategy for B2B in 2024. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for braving the rain with us. Thank you to you, Janelle, for being here and helping me out with it. Hope it's been helpful. We'll see you on the next episode. Please subscribe, tell a friend about it, and we'll see you again soon.